You guys are in for such a treat today. Today, we have Sabby Kerr joining us on the podcast. Sabby is a self-love coach and is passionate about helping awaken each woman's divine radiance. She guides women to firmly root themselves in their worth, connect to their bodies and to their soul's mission, and to live with purpose, passion, pleasure, and prosperity. As a certified transformational coach, speaker, meditation guide, yoga, dance, and movement teacher, she weaves together a range of modalities to bring into an integrated approach to feminine empowerment and business leadership. Through one-on-one coaching, her program, Release Your Radiance, workshops, and speaking engagements, she guides thousands of women all over the world to love themselves more deeply and embody their most radiant life. Get, get ready because this podcast episode, this episode was truly about loving yourself so deeply and creating a life where you thrive. Welcome back to the Limitless Bank Podcast. I am so excited today to have Savvy Kerr here. She is a self-love business guru, unbelievable, extraordinary person. And I am so, 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 so excited to have you here today. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here and to to chat with you. Wonderful. Well, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your story, your journey, how you got here and how you got into coaching on all things self-love. Yeah, so I'm Sabby. I'm a self-love coach. And yeah, it really is my my jam to, to guide women to deeply love themselves, to feel worthy, to feel radiant from the inside out, because that really is the, like, the secret source that connects every single thing that you want in your life, um, your business, your relationships, how you call in money. Um, self-love is the, the foundation for everything. And I was coaching for, for a while without really um, kind of just calling myself a transformational life coach and not knowing like what my area was. Um, and then I realized like every single thing that I'm doing with these women in some way, shape or form, whether it's their business or their body or their relationships or their money. But the root of it was this feeling of like, uh, are, they, are they feeling really worthy of it? There's like this, this disconnect. And so that work just became really, really apparent that that was, that was the thing that I do. But I feel like I fast forwarded almost because I know your question was like, kind of like, how did you get into coaching and this work, right? <laughs> and my answer, my answer is like quite a long answer. And I know because you've looked at my website, you've probably, you've probably got an idea of the long answer. But um, my journey into doing this has been a very like, winding journey of following my curiosity and I think like most of us that are coaches it wasn't like something that we always thought we were going to do um and for me a big part of my my life journey and my story has been dropping the idea that there's this one thing that we've got to do (laughs) um this is like one thing so I'm a really multi-passionate person and I from a young age wanted to give myself permission to explore what felt good in each moment, knowing that that thing could change. And so I loved dance as a child, was thinking about like doing that professionally. I was also super academic um, and studied economics at university alongside like dance and all my spare time. And I went to a full-time dance college for a little bit. 
Um, and from there, I like kept exploring all of these different careers up until now, essentially. Took a bit of time out to, to dance professionally, to audition. Um, I also worked in management consultancy for a little bit. Um, I trained to be a primary school teacher and taught like kids in London schools for a couple of years, which was probably the best learning I've ever done in my life, <laughs> <laughs> being a teacher to like kids in London. Um, trained to be a yoga teacher and taught a lot of yoga all over London, um, Bali. Um, what else did I do along this journey? I set up a dance events company um, where I would teach parties and wedding dance lessons and all kinds of anything to do with dance and, and events um, and eventually like the more I was teaching yoga and the more I was getting into spirituality the more I really wanted to be able to guide people on a deeper level um, and so I kind of came into the world of coaching and did, did another certification and then, and then began then began to coach women one-to-one -one. so that's like the long that's the long story <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. Mm. I mean, I have a very similar story and background to you started and I have dual degrees in health and exercise science and biomedical sciences, went into the professional sports world, went into the pre-med world, went into, did all of these things mm. only to really realize that the impact that you can have on that one-on-one -on -one level, that you can really truly create this ripple effect with, with affecting the one person. So I'm, really, really passionate as well about being multi-passionate. And yeah. about, I speak a lot about how I think that niching is one of the biggest mistakes that people make in their business because you're not one thing. So mm. why are you trying to fit yourself into a box when you yeah. can fully embrace all of you and really just like love every part of yourself and embody the fact that you aren't one thing? Yeah. I love your journey. I love your story. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you've done all of these things and it's really impacted what you do now. So I know that you said yeah. that teaching primary school is one of your greatest lessons, but what have you found? What do you think the biggest takeaway for you was when you realized and decided that being multi-passionate was something that set you apart and made you different. Mm. What What is that takeaway? What's that little nugget that you can give people yeah. who are so afraid to take that leap and just embody all of that? Mm. It really, it comes back to that niching thing actually, um, because I kind of started calling myself a self-love coach because that was the work that most resonated. But even once I was in that kind of wider niche, I still realized I wasn't yet embracing all of what I was and letting all parts of myself be seen. And now I've like, yes, like self-love is, is a very broad, wide niche, but really I get to do whatever the hell I like because everything links to, like, to do with self-love in some way, shape or form. And for, for me, the more I let every single part of myself be seen, all of my skills, my, my dance background, the more I started dancing on Instagram and like sharing that kind of stuff, the more I brought in like my teaching experience, like my like meditation and my background, the more I started talking about my past and my journey, the more people are actually super intrigued. And it's like that you are your niche. <laughs> you are your niche. And you might think that business coaching is your niche or 
being a health coach is your niche or a self-love coach is your niche but that's very broad on the like deeper level you are your niche and so letting all parts of you be seen means that no one else can no one else can copy that there is not another person that can do you the way you do it and so actually letting all sides of you be seen is just the most powerful thing ever um and so i really yeah encourage people to embrace their multi-passionate nature um because that is what sets them apart I love it. I love, I have this conversation all the time Mm. about you can, you can do things like everyone else, or you can really embrace who you are, what sets you apart, what makes you different, the things that you love to do even outside of your business. And that will attract people. They'll attract the right people and repel the people that aren't meant to be in your space to begin with. And so let's dive deeper into that. Let's talk a little bit about the, the self-love and business angle that you really are, are, are moving into. I mean, I'm sure you've done it for a really long time, but part of our conversation was how the more you fall in love with yourself and who you are and step fully into your power, the easier and better it is for your business and Mm. to thrive in that aspect. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I absolutely love, love this conversation. And I know you, I know you talk about this a lot, how as well, like how our business is not separate to the rest of our life. Like if, if you are a coach or a leader or like you're an entrepreneur where you are your brand, like the rest of your life impacts your business. Um, and so how you show up for you is everything in your business. And I see like, our businesses in this industry, they're like our, our greatest spiritual awakening because we crack ourselves wide open to be judged, to be rejected, to like be compared to other people. Like all of these inner child wounds essentially come up every time you do a launch, every time a client says no, every time people unfollow you and unsubscribe don't like your posts or posts don't do as well as you think they're going to do all of this stuff is actually it's it's spiritual work it's self-love work it's work of you saying like I'm not going to be for everyone some people aren't going to like what I share some people aren't going to be attracted to my offers and rather than try and mold myself in the hope that people are going to like me it's like releasing that and just saying like no I'm going to be as me as I can be because that is that is my secret source that is the magic source it's actually going to attract the right clients to me my soulmate client want me to be me Um, and so it really is everything it's it's such a for me it's just like the the way to see business And almost every single part of business, I feel like you can see it from a self-love perspective. Um, And yeah, it's everything. (laughs) It's everything. (laughs) I totally agree with you. I, I am really, really passionate about the, about this, about Mm -hmm. realizing that the more you, that you are, the more people will either love you or the people won't. And that's okay. It's, it's Mm -hmm. fine. So do you have any like, Big, any advice for someone that's really scared to show all of them? Maybe they are a network marketing expert who is obsessed with 
all things tea and anime. I actually have a client that lives in London and she has the most impressive tea collection, like, <laughs> like drinking tea I've ever seen. She has, a, she has a menu of wow. over 600 different teas in her oh house and people, like she's, I know she's known <laughs> for being a tea person and yet she's terrified to show that in her online space because she's been told for so long that, oh, don't be different. Because if you're different, people won't like you. And so this is a conversation that this is a very active conversation that we're having. So for, for someone like that, what advice would you give them about loving themselves and mm. realizing that those quirks is what makes you unique and what makes people yeah. love you? Yeah, I'm like laughing because the post that I just shared like an hour ago, <laughs> the quote is the more me I am, the more money I make. <laughs> and yes. it's just like, it's it's there's it's almost no way around it other than just ripping off the band-aid and putting yourself out there and letting yourself be seen and it's like the more you do it the more the easier it becomes and like it's exhausting to hide parts of yourself it's actually exhausting to 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 not show you or to show only half of you or to cover up who you really are it's it's, it just feels so once you get used to it, it feels so much better and more authentic because you're not having to think about how to talk or what to show. You just get to show the you that's sitting here right now drinking your 600 different types of tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like there's so much power in that, you know, because people are buying from people. They don't just want to see that this woman's the network marketing expert. They want to know what kind of tea she drinks. They, they're so intrigued in like your dog's name or like what your like baby, like how old your baby is, like all of these little things about our personal lives, people love. And so I think my advice would be to do almost a self inventory and ask, like, who do you love to follow on social media? What coaches or network marketers or whatever your industry is, who do you really love to follow? Whose stories do you like to watch? <laughs> and why? And most of the time, we love to watch people's stories when we can see into their real life. Yeah, we like to hear them talking about their expertise. We love that. And we also want to see, like, where they're going, what they're doing in the evening, what they're eating. Like, we want to feel like we know them. And that's a really powerful exercise, I think, for us all to do. Like, what do we resonate with? What actually attracts us to people online? Um, and then, like, are we doing that ourselves as well? Like, check in with that. Absolutely. I every part of this conversation is really resonating because I'm, I'm having these conversations mm. daily that especially in this pandemic type world, right? We sometimes forget that we're selling to people and mm. that we are people, you know, when, when the algorithm had all of our, you know, Instagram metrics drop and everything like that, everyone went from 200 likes to 30. And one of the exercises that I close your eyes and imagine 30 people in a room that would fill a room. 
right? Mm. And so the more that you can show you and the more that you can remember that the other people on the other side of your metrics aren't just numbers, they're people, the easier it becomes to really show up authentically and for other people to see inside of who you are. I used Mm. to say in the beginning of social media days, like I'm not Kim Kardashian. No one cares if I'm eating a salad. Well, that's (laughs) not true. People love Kim Kardashian because they can see the salad that she's eating and how successful she is, whether you like her or not. And that's to me, a huge part of this, of my self-love journey has been realizing that by my daily habits, I can impact how other people live because Mm. people are are attracted to my expansion, my frequency, right? Like the people that I love to follow on Instagram are the people that are traveling, the people that are in Bali. Why do we love to see that? We love to see that because they are our greatest expanders. We're living vicariously through them. Mm. And so I love this. I love. I yeah, love absolutely. I love it because we we buy not just like the program that they're selling or the course or how many calls, but like how we're feeling as we watch them. You know, the energy that they're radiating, the transformation we see in them, the, the that we hope for in ourselves. Like that's what we're really buying. Um, and if you don't show yourself, like. People can't get that. People can't feel that. Absolutely. And so that brings me to one of your life pillars and one of your life philosophies, (laughs) which is at any given moment, you can turn your deepest pain into your greatest power. Mm. How do you like, just talk about that. I mean, I, how do you show that in your, in your business? How do you show that in your life? How do you choose to do that? How do you make that shift? Yeah. Um, so as I think about like in my business, um, it's been a, a practice for me of sharing pains with, with, with my audience and like letting people see me as a real authentic human being that goes through shit too. And I get to be... <laughs> an expert and simultaneously a real messy human being and they don't cancel each other out and I think that's really important for all of us to remember we get to be both at the same time Um, and so me showing those things has definitely been really really powerful and I even think about like what stories has drawn clients to me it's not the here are the five steps to self-love kind of posts. It's the, this was what was going on in my breakup and talking about that and talking about my conscious uncoupling journey and talking about really deep personal things and sharing them in a way that resonated so strongly and evoked so much emotion and um, talking about like the, you know, how I got to the other side and the transformation and like those are the things that people really, really actually love to, to see and to read. Um, so I think just allowing yourself to be open, allowing yourself to be human is so powerful. <laughs> Absolutely. I am someone that lives in the daily struggle between perfectionism and messy action. Right? <laughs> yeah. so I totally hear you of there's there's no difference 
actually the greatest difference and the greatest teachers are the ones that show that you don't have to be perfect to be an expert. You don't have to be, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't need to have all the degrees or the different things in order to create transformation. Mm, And so can we talk about perfection and self-love and how that intertwines? Totally. Um, Yeah. It's like, I mean, perfectionism, it's similar to comparison or all of these essentially kind of (laughs) self-sabotaging blocks, right? Um, That are stopping you from just showing up with what you have to give and offer right now. It's like a feeling of like, it's kind of like a procrastination tactic. I sometimes see perfectionism as it's like, not yet like when it's a bit more perfect when my website's a bit more polished when you know I've got a few more followers when my graphics are totally finished or whatever like then I'm going to be ready to talk about this thing or to launch this offer or when I've lost this weight then I'm going to be ready to start dating again Um, all of these things are essentially saying I need to wait to be more something I'm not right now to show up and let myself be seen. Um, And it's like the opposite of what I have right now is more than enough and I'm just going to go show up as I am. Um, And so it's really a, it's a practice of (sighs) letting go <laughs> and that can be really challenging, like letting go of control and, and saying, like, yes, of course, there is always room for growth and improvement. And it's wonderful to have like high goals to set for yourself to work towards. Um, and like those are great, but you also have so much magic to offer right now, <laughs> like right in this moment now. And if you're a business owner, like there are people that you have to serve right now. There are people that you get to help right now. There are people that want your support right now Um, and allowing yourself to do the thing before you feel fully, fully ready and perfect is, it's a practice. I think like everything else. Absolutely. It's, it's not always simple. It's not always easy. And it's something that we can experience at any stage Mm. And going back to those life philosophies of yours, the, the whole, what if, right. And not waiting, not waiting and not, you know, just teetering on that edge and, Mm. and trying to figure out how it's going to happen, but jumping all in and, and just saying, you know, I'm going to try this. And then if it doesn't work, that's fine. But at least I tried. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's my, like, I mean, I've, as I like you saw on my website, I've got a few different life philosophies, but that was such a block for so many people, that fear of like it not working out. And for me, I would rather, <laughs> I would rather something not work out than spend like my lifetime wondering, what if I've tried that thing? What if I've tried? Um, and that isn't failure if something doesn't work out. Like that can be a beautiful success. And we have this idea in in today's society that if something ended, if the relationship ended, if the business ended, if something stopped, if like whatever stopped before you died, (laughs) then it was a failure. 
And that's, that's just not true, right? That's just not true. A relationship could be a beautiful success, um, but maybe it wasn't meant to be the forever relationship. That doesn't mean it was bad. That doesn't mean it failed. A business could have been a beautiful success. Maybe it wasn't meant to be your business that lasted forever because there's a greater calling for you. There's something that you're meant to explore next. But you learned such an incredible amount of like lessons within that container of that business that the next business that you're about to create is even more powerful because of that previous business. You know, it's like every single thing we learn helps us do the next thing. Um, and when you know that, when you know that, you get to be so grateful for all of the experiences that you've, you've, you've gained in that current thing, even if it didn't quite work out the way you thought it would. 100%. I remember my first offer, my first business was called Simply One You. And it was all this, I, this it was about this, this really honestly self-love, like really expanding your, well, at that time, I wasn't talking about expanding frequencies or anything like that. My first offer was about balancing hormones. Hmm. I die laughing now because if that business had <laughs> succeeded, I would be, I would still be a hormone expert talking to women about how to balance their hormones and, and getting their body back on track. Now that's not something that's a small part of what I do now, but when I look back on how much of a failure I felt when that first offer didn't explode because I wasn't going to be that overnight sensation, if I had been that overnight sensation, I would not be who I am now, I would not have the business that I, that I have now. I would never have met you. We would never be sitting here having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't be this wealth expansion coming. Right. And this wealth and wealth embodiment conversation that I'm having mm -hmm. now, because I would be talking to women about how four out of five women have a hormone imbalance every single day. And honestly, if I was still talking about that, I would die. Yeah. Looking at failures, not as failures, but as lessons mm -hmm. and, and as information, you it's not that you failed, it's that you learned one way that it wasn't going to work for you in that yeah. time, which is why I'm I love your story and I'm so inspired by your story. You've taken all of these little things when it comes to, and not necessarily even little, I mean, you, you have a degree, like you, you, you've worked in these, you've put a lot of time and effort into teaching and dance and, you, and your schooling and all of these, these lessons mm. that have brought you to where you are now. And yeah. who knows, maybe where you are now is not where you're going to end up five, 10 years from now, yeah. but it's still teaching you what you need to learn in this moment. Totally. And I'm so open as well. I'm like, damn, if I love what I do now and something else comes along, then that means I, there might be something else I love even more. And I'm, I'm open to that, you know, I'm open to that. And I think so many people are worried to change careers or they think like I've been doing this, this same job for five years, for 10 years. Like, is it all a waste of time if I start something else? And like, nothing is ever a waste. Nothing is ever a waste because every single thing you've done up till this moment has given you skills that you, you, you're not even, you don't even realize until you then do the next thing. And everything that you've done in the past helps you do what you do now, like better. And for me, that is totally true. It feels like I'm a better coach 
not because of the coaching certification that I did, <laughs> but because of the years that I spent working in crazy schools in London <laughs> with seven, eight, nine, ten year olds, <laughs> you know, delivering classes and workshops. And like that made me such a good space holder more than any coaching certification or like self-development training has ever done. Um, and so I really encourage people to look at look at all of their previous past experiences as like assets. Oh, yes. So for all of my lovely listeners, and I know who you guys are, that mm-hmm. are constantly in my DM saying, oh, I need to get this certification or I need to do this. So as someone who is highly trained and qualified. I mean, between your yoga certifications, you're very much like me when, or, and I'm making this assumption, but Mm. my assumption is you're very much like me. When you decide that you're going to go and do something, you're just, you're going to go, you're going to get trained. You're going to do this. You're going to do it all kind of in the right way. And the big takeaway that I just got from what you just said is that it's not the certifications. Mm. It's not the trainings, right? It's the it's the experience. It's the work in the field. So for all of you guys, I love you dearly that always say to me, Oh, you know, you have X, Y, Z certification. When did you do this? When did you get that? I, I want you to actually hear this, that it's not just me telling you guys, you don't need the certification, go out there, get the experience, do the things, you know, make mistakes, love what you do and really enjoy this experience where you get to actually expand people's realities by taking action Mm, yeah totally totally I think it's like such a balance because I totally believe in getting certified so you have like a a baseline you know as a foundation but so some people get bogged down with forever taking certifications and not actually doing anything with them (laughs) so certifications are great but it's only when you actually start to put them into practice that you then get better at being a coach or whatever business it is that 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 you have right and so I kind of took a little pause for a while I realized I was doing a lot of trainings I was like right let's just take like a pause for a little bit and actually apply all of this and actually work with people because that's yeah. when you get better. That's when you become better at what you do by actually doing it, <laughs> not Absolutely. just learning about it. Mm. Absolutely. And it is, a, it is a very big distinction. And I am someone who is, I stand behind certifications. I believe that there is a level of um, just knowledge and foundation that you get, especially mm. if you're someone that isn't, you know, the health industry or something like that, you know, really yeah. knowing your, your stuff is important. But that action step and deciding that maybe the certifications that you're going to get in the future will expand you in certain ways, but, but really being able to stand in your, your power and your knowing that Mm. by taking action on what you just learned, you are creating change. That's to me, the biggest part. Yeah. Behind always getting certifications and always wanting the next thing. And I, I'm a huge believer in never stopping to learn, but there's a, there needs to be that balance between learning and actually applying what yeah. you're doing and using it to create change. Totally, totally. Yeah, I'm so with you on that. 
I would be on that. <laughs> Absolutely. So mm. anyway, it's, it's again, another conversation that I'm having mm. yeah. very frequently. So I'm just like, yes, guys, listen, it's not just this. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's really important that you find what you love, fall in love with what you with what you want to do right now and realize that and allow it to be fluid, allow there mm. to be this flow of, of self-exploration mm. along with really moving forward and creating change with where you are right now, mm. what you to kind of wrap up what we were saying before, what you're doing right now doesn't have to be what you're doing in the future. But what I think I love so much about your work is that you really do pull out the, the empowered, I'm going to use the word goddess because it's the word I'm using right now in mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah. Like you pull out what makes them special and unique and really encourage people to use that as their secret sauce to expand what they do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like, <laughs> I'm laughing at like some of the things clients have said to me <laughs> they've said like ah oh, like when I realized that was what I had to do it was like a light like a light bulb switched on like oh that thing has been there all this time it's not like anything new it's almost like it's a homecoming it's coming back to who you've been all along and like switching the light bulb on so people can actually see it um, and it's, it's super satisfying as well. If you're a business owner and you're like, ah, like I get to show people more of me <laughs> and that yes. gets to make me more money. Like, damn. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's talk magnetism because you are mm. truly, you're an embodied self-love, right? And you're, you're one-on-one, um, your one-on-one coaching is embodied magnetism. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm obsessed that that name and that word Hmm. you know how how do you believe in truly coming back to your authentic self and using your authenticity to magnify people to you yeah um so yeah embodied magnetism it really is this this essence of of being embodied in in so whatever you're coaching or guiding or leading or whatever your business is um being an embodiment of that yourself, first of all, kind of what we talked about before, right? That idea of like who we follow and who we watch and who we buy from is actually because they're living the life that we really want or they've gone through the transformation that we're really seeking. And so it's like what attracts clients the most deeply to you is when they can see that you're a living, breathing embodiment of the work that you actually teach. Um, and so really, really letting that be seen. Um, and it's like, it's, it's like the, the, I don't want to, I don't want to say the secret, but like the, the secret of, of manifestation almost is like the more you, you are, the more embodied you are in what you share, your people are attracted to you. You know, you're, you're, you're like a magnet for those who are, who are meant for you. And the people that aren't meant for you, it's totally not going to resonate with. And like we talked about before, just like allowing yourself to kind of accept that that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And what I love about this work as well is that, yes, 
principally it's you know for, for your business when you're thinking about calling in clients but this work ripples out into every other part of your life too um, so when you do this embodied self-love work of showing up as, as you of tapping into your unique magic source your business benefits but your relationships also benefit your health also benefits your relationship to money also benefits because these things are not separate and I think that's yeah that's just the most powerful thing the, the ripple effects um, across all areas of your life Absolutely. When you, I mean, we all know those people, right, that are in business, they teach feminine embodiment, they're massively in their masculine, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, which I think is, is hilarious. Yeah. And, and I, and it's, it's okay, but really, truly working to embody what you teach in every single area of your life. I mean, when you, when you do one thing, it doesn't just end in one thing. Right. Mm. So, so this idea of, um, this idea of wealth. So in, in with limitless bank, it's, it's yes about your bank account, but it's also about wealth in every area of your life, realizing Mm. that you're never truly wealthy if you're so heavy on one thing. Right. Mm. So if you're so heavy and just calling in money and focusing on your business, but your relationships or your emotion or your body is, is being neglected, it's really difficult to truly expand and feel that vibrancy in 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 just your life at the end of the day right when we're there our head down on the pillow it's this idea of you know are you living your truest most radical authentic vibrant luxurious easy life Mm. and so really embodying self-love embodying magnetism not just for your business but for every other area of your life is so it's it's such a it's it's such an important essential piece yeah and the idea that it gets to ripple and it gets to magnify every area of your life Mm. just makes it that much more juicy I'll use the word juicy right yeah there's (laughs) there's as business owners we make so many decisions for our business so many decisions for our business and not saying that you know, these concepts can't be applied to business, but I think I really want to highlight that it does get to ripple to every yeah. area and tr- create true wealth and vibrancy in everything that you do. Mm, yeah. And that's so important. That's like, it's powerful as well when you, it's like, you're killing like two, three, four birds with one stone. <laughs> It's like everything benefits from you showing up in this way. Um, and I, I didn't mention it before, but like another big part of, of my mentorship, but just to this idea of embodied magnetism, especially as it relates to business, really is about dropping all of the, dropping the rules, the cookie cut strategies, the things that you've been taught to do that maybe worked for you at the beginning. <laughs> when you didn't really know quite like, you know how to market a business but like now that you kind of know what to do those rules aren't going to work anymore and what works more than anything else is you tapping into that like unique soul magnetism is you tapping into your your feminine leadership is you using your voice it's the energy that you embody as you talk it's how you move 
it's something that people can feel that isn't always tangible, but they're just drawn to you when you show up in an Instagram live. Um, it's these things that actually attract people to you rather than like the next launch strategy or that email funnel, you know, like those are not the things that are really going to elevate you to the next level, but you tapping into and embodying your, your soul magnetism. It's. Yes, completely. And I, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm sitting here nodding my head. This is <laughs> it's so, it's, it's so true that when you, when you drop the how, and you just allow to true you you allow and you really just live a life that is an embodied version of what you are asking other people to 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 pay you for really mm. that's it that's it so yeah. tell tell everybody more about if they want to work with you if they want to really be able to take advantage of this idea of embodied magnetism how do they do that yeah um definitely come follow me on instagram first of all it's just my name sabby.care um and i'd love to know what resonated the most um from this podcast episode let me know drop me a dm i always really love um community and chatting to people on instagram um and yeah if, if this has really resonated with you and you feel that this work would be powerful for you and your life and your business then drop me a message and and we can set up a set up a call um embodied magnetism it's a it's a four month four month container one-to-one -one container um and yeah it's just it's my favorite thing to do ever <laughs> my favorite thing to do ever is really supporting women to tap into this secret source that allows them to be magnetic that allows them to make money from from being who they are <laughs> oh, I love it I love it well is there any last little nuggets or takeaways that you want to give anyone that's listening when it comes to truly standing in their radical authenticity mm, let me just tap in and see what wants to come through <sighs> if you're you, you, you can't fuck it up. You can't, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you know, like you, you can't go wrong by showing up as you. And I think that's what we need to remember. We're worried that if we show our tea collection, some people won't like it. We're worried that if we put out a post that's a little triggering, but was true for us, some people are going to unfollow. Um, and it's actually realizing that, yes, some people might not like it. Some people might unfollow, but that's actually a good thing. <laughs> By you allowing yourself to be you, you cannot go wrong. That is the most truthful you can be. Um, so let yourself just continue to show up that way. Well, thank you so much. I could not, I, I cannot, I, we don't, I never script these, but I absolutely loved every part of this conversation mm. and, um, I cannot agree with you more and just be so grateful and excited that you were here and that you just imparted your wisdom with, with all of us. So uh, let us know one more time where we can find you and where we can follow you and all of your amazing dance moves, because I seriously <laughs> every day want to be able to move like you. Oh, thank you so much. So yeah, come find me on Instagram. It's my name, sabby.ker. 
um, drop me a DM, let me know what resonated with you most in this episode. Um, you can also find me on my website, sabbycur.com. Um, I've got a free worthiness bundle there um, that you can kind of dive into. It includes a, a masterclass and an ebook. Um, so if you want to have a little taster of, of, of some of the things I share, you can go grab that. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I will definitely be talking to you very, very soon. Mm, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Enriched Podcast. I would love if you shared your breakthroughs and takeaways from today's episode with me on Instagram at the Grace Alexander, so I can support you along your entrepreneurial journey. As always, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review so more women just like you can find this podcast. Also, if you haven't heard yet, we're excited to announce you can now follow the Enriched Podcast and Enriched Members Club on Instagram too, so you don't miss out on a thing.